Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Laces Out podcast. Just me and the co-host this week, no guest on air, but there are guest predictions, so don't worry, we've still got you covered. Whether you're listening, watching or beaming the podcast straight into your brain, please do consider subscribing because it means a big, big, big amount to us and we really appreciate it. Right, let's get cracking. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast Laces Out. Recording in progress. And just like that, we're back. We're back. We couldn't leave it. We couldn't leave it well alone, could we? We had to dip back in to the uh, NFL football, really. Because whereas whereas one football will take care of itself for a little while, the other waits for no man. No man. So, Christmas has been and gone. And whilst we wait for New Year... We can talk about NFL football because there was NFL football on Christmas Day. And that wasn't it. A full birth of NFL football this week. So, for you audio listeners, I'm not alone. It might, it might seem that way, but no. The co-host with the ever so most, Mr. Paul Williams, is here with me. Good evening, Andrew. To take you lovely people across the pond to a game that sometimes makes sense, sometimes doesn't. But anyway, let's find out if this week makes any more sense than any of the other weeks. Because uh, things are starting to become a bit clearer, I feel now. I feel this is, this is the time that things are starting to slot into place. So, best place to start is probably a week ago, where we sat in these very seats and talked this very sport. So, last week in NFL football looked a little bit like... Well, we, we discussed last week that I think it was the, the latest we'd ever known a season get to, mm. or the point of which where it got to, where no, or, or there was only one team that was assured of a playoff spot. Mm. Obviously, that was rather largely changed this week, and I think that there are as many as six potentially spots that have all been lined up. So I think all of the AFC. Oh no, I was going to say all of the. Sorry, I was going to say all of the NFC divisions have been won, but that's a lie because it's the NFC North has been won by the Packers. Yep. The East has been won by the Cowboys. Mm. The South has been won by the Bucks, but the NFC West is still up for grabs, which we'll come to in a bit. Um. And then on the AFC side, I think it's just the Chiefs that have won the division and clinched a playoff spot at the moment off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. 
So, as we discussed in the previous couple of weeks, we're back to week 16 onwards is going to be a full slate of 16 games. So, obviously 16 points to play for to make up the, the one overall point for the week. Um, we had um, two guests on last week. We had a, making a first predictions appearance, not physically, but in spirit, we'll go with. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Stu, Stu Womancy, host of the Getting Over podcast. We had his lovely wife, Sarah. That's right. Uh, supply us with some delicious, delicious picks alongside Mr. Matthew Moore, host of the uh, Pursue of Hoppiness podcast, as well as the two lovely faces you see slash voices you hear here today. So, four people picking four places. Um, with eight out of 16 picks correct, I will just double-check this just to make sure my maths is correct. One, two, three. It's 50%, four, five, if it is. Seven, eight. Yep. This particular person did indeed get eight right and eight incorrect. It's a very, very respectable first go for Mrs. Sarah Woodmansey. Well played. Eight out of 16, not to be sniffed at. Absolutely not. Very good. It's a very good starting point, and she can only go one way from here if she chooses to predict again. We'll keep an eye on it. So, eight out of 16. Uh, In third place, with nine out of 16 picks correct. Ending, I believe, his own undefeated streak is guest predictor, Mr. Matthew Moore. Um, and that will come as a shock to quite a lot of the viewers or the listeners, as I believe Matt was on some sort of five-game winning streak, or it certainly felt like it. Um, he'd managed to get the... Uh, he'd, done, he'd done guest predictions for the last... The previous two weeks, I believe, before this one, mm. and was on a bit of a, it was on a bit of a roll. Uh, but yes, sadly, this uh, this week is 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 Midas touch has come to an end, um, and he was let down by, amongst other teams, by his own boys, San Francisco 49ers and mm. it's never a good thing. So that means that a point will either be going to podcast host. Mr. Andrew Cook or podcast co-host Mr. Paul Williams. I don't like this. So, I don't like it. With 10 out of 16 picks correct, just missing out on another point to add to his two that he's already got for the season. It is indeed podcast host Mr. Andrew Cook, ladies and gentlemen. The teams that let down Mr. Cook were the Cardinals losing at home to the Colts. Disgraceful. The Patriots losing at home to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Chargers losing on the road in Houston to the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Ravens losing on the road in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Yeah. The Seahawks losing at home to the Bears in what was an a bit of a bit of a wild finish by the standard mm-hmm. things. And finally, the basically may as well have been quarterbackless New Orleans Saints losing at home to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Which obviously means 
that with 12 out of 16 picks correct, gaining the point for the week and putting himself in an un not, not uncatchable position, but the worst I can do now is Giant. draw. Uh. So, with 12 out of 16 picks, this week's winner is indeed Mr. Paul Williams. Well done. Pat on the back for you, sir. Well, well played. Lovely stuff. The only four teams that I got wrong were the 49ers, the Chargers, the Seahawks, and the Saints. Everyone else did the biz for this guy. So, as we said, with the overall scores for the season, uh, that does put Andy still on two, the guest on six points, and with two weeks of the season left, I am on eight points. So, like I say, the worst I can do now is tie with the guest if the guest gets two weeks on the spin and then we'll have to work out some sort of, I don't know, Fight to duel with maces or something yes. like that, you know. Something like that, yeah. Like maybe, maybe see who can like you know cut off enough of a limb to warrant you know yes. the win or something like that. I mean, I'm sure we'll come to some form of agreement slash what the best course of action is. But answers on a postcard. Suggestions. Mm. Stick them in the comments. I mean, we would we'd love to see it. I mean, I'm already, what, I'm already, I'm already googling uh, maces for sale on the internet, but. Um... Nice. Just before we move on, Andrew, it, it must be said that after recording, mm-hmm. uh, a very kind soul did actually come to us and say, "I've uh, I've got someone who's who's put in some some predictions, and I'd, I'd like to share them with the group." It was, of course, podcast alum. He's been mentioned a couple of times already on this this particular podcast, Mister Stuart Woodmansey. Uh, it was his, uh, I believe, his next door neighbour. Um, but yes, a quick shout out to Mark Wilkin, who sent us his predictions for Week 16 in the pod, in the uh, in the NFL. And of the 16 games, he would have tied with Mr. Andrew Cook, and that he got 10 out of the 16 games correct. Off the top of my head, I think the uh, a couple of the ones that let him down was that he had the Jags to beat the Jets, uh, which obviously did not happen. Uh, you also had the Patriots to beat the Bills, which, again, did not happen. Did not happen. The sensible people amongst us definitely did pick the Bills. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast for the entirety of the season, you'll know exactly why I picked the Bills to beat the Patriots. And and uh, to be know, and and I, to give you your dues there, I've been working on the Bills that I've been working on the principle that the Bills seem to be returning to form by just absolutely shitting the bed every time they stepped on the field. It's like, oh, yeah, there's the Bills that we know and love. And as it was, I mean, I you know, I, I listen to a variety of other podcasts and not necessarily NFL-based ones, but they do feature people who are uh, heavily into the NFL and sort of listening to, uh, you know, especially the uh, the Patriots fans out there talking about how, uh, how, how, how big Bill's going to... Uh, you know, gonna take 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 the bills to task. Uh, that obviously did not come about. So, absolute fair play on picking the bills there. In hindsight, it was the right move, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, as we've just seen, we do put it out there. We do say if you think you can take us on, 
take one of our permanent fixture spots as a predictor of NFL games, all you have to do, drop us an email, send us a tweet, grab us on the gram, or even go to our Facebook page, send us a little message and just say, hey, I fancy getting in on that predicting lark. Send us your predictions and you too could get on the podcast as a podcast predictor. Indeed. And that doesn't just and need to be NFL, it could be any of them. Exactly. And as well, if, if you can't do any of the other options to get your predictions in, do what Mark did. Speak to your mate and just send them to him and get him to forward yeah, him on to yeah, just speak to, Just speak to yeah. a friend, any friend, and they'll be like, don't worry, I'll sign out. Obviously you can, you know, email us, because we have an email address um, right now. I'd like to say I'm struggling to get to get what it is, but I know exactly what it is. It's uh, cookiecast.pod at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what your favourite team is and are they going to the Super Bowl. Stuff like that. We love hearing from the people. Especially the people's champion. So, we kind of need to put a... A bow, seeing as it's been Christmas, we need to put a bow on week 16. And the way to do that would be to talk NFL stats. The stats mistress waded through a mountain of wrapping paper, sellotape, and uh, gift tags to, to get to the nearest computer. And against all odds, managed to find the freshest, juiciest stats from the NFL. And then put them into the stat machine and just condense them all down to provide the finest of those stats. It's hard work. It doesn't just appear in my email. So... Big props goes to Nate Davis of USA Today, and even bigger props, some might say, to the stats mistress for taking time out of her life to bring us the tastiest, juiciest stats around. Uh, Twelve stats this week, a few less than previous weeks, but nonetheless big ones. And you know us here, we love the big ones. Six each. I'm going to take the uh, the first swing. And I'll hand over to my co-host. So, here we go. NFL Week 16 2021 season stats look a little something like this. Number one, finally. Some semblance of clarity. In the NFC, anyway. To what we'll see in January. Going into Week 16, only the NFC North champion Green Bay Packers have clinched a playoff spot. But five more teams have now joined them. The Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number two, no one's hotter than Kansas City, which has won a league-best eight in a row. And the story continues to be the Chiefs' defence, which has allowed 61 total points over the past six home games. No one should want to go to Arrowhead in January, but it appears the road to Super Bowl 56 will likely wind through there once again. I saw a video breakdown of uh, 
Mahomes making a throw and immediately pointing to um, to the defensive players, and they were saying that they wished more quarterbacks would sort of pay props to the defense when when needed and stuff like that. Number three. Valiant effort by Ravens quarterback Josh Johnson, who was unexpectedly forced to start against the Ravens. Not against the Ravens, surely. But responded by passing for 304 yards and two touchdowns, even though he hasn't been with the team for even two weeks. Johnson, who was signed off the New York Jets practice squad, is a is the first player in six years to throw touchdown passes for multiple teams in the same season. Interesting. Four. Which was made of Buffalo coach Sean McDermott's post-game comments in week 13 when the Bills lost to the New England Patriots in blustery conditions in Orchard Park. In quotes, let's not give more credit than we need to give Bill Belichick in this one. End quote. He said after the legendary Pats coach almost exclusively ran the ball in a 14-10 win. We'll give the Bills their credit now after they smoked Belichick and co. 33-21 to take back first place in the AFC East. Number five, after winning seven in a row, the Patriots have dropped their last two. Quarterback Mac Jones looking every bit the rookie in those defeats. His performance, 14 for 32, 145 yards and two interceptions, especially poor Sunday. A cautionary tale to anyone who wants to compare him to a young Tom Brady. Six and final for me, speaking of Brady, his Tampa Bay Buccaneers are NFC South champions for the first time since 2007, John Gruden's penultimate season with the Bucks. That ends my section of the stats and I'll hand over to the co-host for his. Thank you Mr Cook and keeping with a Buccaneers flavour. After injuries and suspension had kept him sidelined since week six, Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown returned to set a league record by recording his 23rd career game with double-digit receptions. AB didn't want to talk much afterwards, especially when grilled about his three-game ban. After the NFL rule, he and two of the players misrepresented their vaccination status. I think that is putting it lightly as to what they actually did, but we'll move on. Next up, fly, Eagles, fly. Perhaps right into the playoffs, given they now occupy the NFC's final wildcard spot. However, they may have to finish the job without running back Miles Sanders, who injured his hand on Sunday. Yep. Excuse me. Uh, next one. Houston's effort aside on Sunday, a hugely disappointing loss for the Bolts. 
In a 10-day period, the Chargers went from the precipice of the AFC West lead to a team that doesn't even currently qualify for the postseason. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers set the Packers' all-time record for touchdown passes on Saturday with his 443rd, breaking a tie with Hall of Fame predecessor Brett Favre. Now up to 445, Rodgers is only looking up to Tom Brady, 541 with the Patriots, and Drew Brees, 491 with the Saints, in terms of touchdowns thrown with one franchise. As nice as the number one seed might be for the Packers, Rodgers has failed to parlay into a Super Bowl trip the two times, 2011 and last season, that he has enjoyed it. Last couple of stats to go through. Don't count out the Tennessee Titans, who have used an NFL record 87 players this season. But they got a key one back in wide receiver A.J. Brown and might still have time to get running back Derrick Henry healthy. And when you consider they still have a realistic shot of the AFC's top seed, the stars might finally align for them after being out of kilter for most of the past few months. Bit of a bit of a strange one, but a bit of a fun one to end with. San Francisco 49ers wide receiver River Cracker Crackcraft has lost his unofficial title as the man with the league's best name. That honorific ends forth belongs to Chiefs defensive back. DiCaprio Bootle, who also had eight tackles on Sunday. That concludes the stand. There we go. And really, let's face it, that concludes week 16. It's all done and dusted, it's in the bag. As we've sort of <coughs> alluded to, talked about, it is starting to look a lot like the... The, the season, or the end of the season is shaping up. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Because this is where things start to get really, really sort of down. <clears throat> As uh, we move into the new year. No podcast been, no, no podcast bingo this week, I'm afraid. So, what we're going to do is we're going to look forward to this week. Week 17 of the 2021 season. And we're going to talk games that are coming up very quickly. And it's one of those things that I know we generally run through it. Um, Fantasy football. Um, I I mean, at this point in time, there is very little part in me saying to you, oh, did you ever win this week? Because, you know, who cares? I'd like to put a a motion forward that uh, once you reach the fantasy football playoff sort of position that all other players suspended because what is the point I know we discussed this and I know it's come up and I know we've been through this but it's like oh uh, should I I set my line up or should I not bother because what difference does it make shall I check and see what my team's done this week or shall I not bother because it doesn't make any difference it's like oh I lost this week I lost nothing it's like you know, I think that you know, for for the bigger leagues, I think they should make bigger playoffs. I think they should make bigger playoff positions. But hey, uh, so there you go. There's my passing mention of fantasy football. Um, See, I agree, and I don't really understand why they have to do a two-week playoff system. Surely it would make more sense to have 
I was going to say put eight teams in and then just do it straight knockout. But, well, yeah, you'd have to do it that way because your number one seed wouldn't need like a, a bye week, would they? Because their players would probably just play anyway and they wouldn't need the bye week. So, yeah, you just, it would make more sense to have it as eight teams get in, yeah. one plays eight and so on and so yeah, forth. absolutely. And then you just do it each week, you knock it out and then you get to the last two and so on and so forth. But, uh, that's the way they decide to set the game so what can we say what can we say what we can say is let's talk week 17 football now then I am reliably informed that uh, there's more guest predictions even though we don't have any guests here I believe we have guest predictions and said guest predictor might have already had a mention we, we do indeed. So, obviously, alongside myself and Mr. Cook, uh, we do have two guest predictions this week. One has come from um, probably getting his about 85th mention by this week, for this week's podcast. It is Stu Woodmancy. Um, and it's, uh, it's Mark Wilkin again, uh, who's thrown through his predictions for Week 17. So, thank you very much, Mark. Very much appreciated. Um, and we shall go through said predictions right now so um, I believe we discussed on either last week's podcast or the week before um, that we believe the Thursday night football was coming to an end mm-hmm. and we weren't too sure if it was the week before or if it was last week turned out it was indeed excuse me turned out it was indeed last week so last week's 49ers versus Titans game was the last of the Thursday night football um, so we just resort straight through to Sunday games and then obviously you've got your Monday night football so starting with the Philadelphia Eagles up against the Washington football team now you may have thought this would be a consensus pick across the board but one person has indeed backed the Washington football team to get the uh, to get the result here haven't they Andrew um, maybe. <laughs> Listen, stranger, stranger <laughs> things have happened. Um, obviously, someone's ears are clearly burning upstairs, as I've just received a text that says, not the in Washington football team. Oh, my word. So, uh, so, so I've, spoken about the, I've spoken about this before. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of dropping points on really, like, simple easy games like you know i don't know bills pats sort of thing so there are there are times that i look at games i'm like ah that's that's definitely going to go that way but is it and i just go with the oh it's definitely going to go that way so every now and then i'd throw in a curveball with the yeah fuck it but though well do you know what let's let's see if it pays off for him let's see if he gets that point at the end of the week but as it stands, the majority of us are all in on the Eagles. Next up, we have the LA Rams taking on the what can I describe the, the, the hapless Baltimore Ravens at the minute. They're, they're, yeah. they're kind of imploding somewhat. Which obviously, as a as a supporter of the Cleveland Browns, it's, uh, it's quite it's quite funny to see. I'm not gonna lie, it's quite impressive. Um, but yes, no no one will be surprised to hear that we've all we've all gone for the Rams to get the win here. Um, 
Next up, we have... I'll tell you something. In fact, for the next couple of games, these are all consensus picks as we discuss on the podcast, on a, not on a regular basis. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travelling to New York to take on the Jets. We've all gone for the Bucks. We have the, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Tennessee Titans. Even though the Dolphins are on a seven-game winning streak, we've all gone for the Titans to get the win here. Home field advantage might play a, a large part in that. I don't know. Um, next up, we have the probably number one pick bound Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to New England to take on the Patriots. We've all gone for the Patriots. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts. We've all taken the Colts. Sneaky potential game of the week. Kansas City Chiefs at Cincinnati Bengals. Oof. I know what you're thinking. Easy yeah. consensus pick across the board, yeah? Yeah. Only three people have picked the Chiefs. One, what can only be described as clever individual, smart person, has seen Bengals home advantage, you say. Yeah, go on, sit me down for the Bengals. So I am I am all in on the Tigers. Go on, lads. Joe Burrow coming off a five hundred and twenty-five yard game last week. I think it smells like a Bengals win to me. Uh, next up, we have the New York Giants traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Pretty simple. We've all gone Bears. Uh, we've all gone for the Bills to take care of the Falcons at home. Again, we've all t- we've also we've also gone for the 49ers to take care of the Texans at home, and the Chargers against the Broncos in the, I was going to say San Diego. Then that was wrong. Yeah, Chargers Broncos in LA. We've all gone for the Chargers. Um, next up, we've got the Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, that is the Saints that should have Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill back, I believe. I don't know if Taysom Hill's not vaccinated, so it might be that he is potentially missing for this one. I think. Mm. So I think he, I think him and Trevor Simeon without were, were out with uh, COVID. So I have to watch that space and see who's uh, who's under centre for the Saints. But if it's if it's Trevor Simeon, well, as long as it's not the guy who basically played from last night, I think they'll be okay. Um, we've all gone for the Seahawks to beat the Lions in Seattle. Next up, another another pick that could be sneaky good game of the week. We've got the Cardinals travelling to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Uh, again, three of, us have, three of us have gone in on the Cowboys and one person is out on his own in Arizona Island. Uh, do you want to talk us through that one, Andrew? Or... I mean, you know, it's Cardinals, isn't it? It is. But I mean, the, the 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 Cardinals just lost to the Colts, and the Cowboys just hung a fifty burger on the Washington football team. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to come as a surprise to anybody, but I don't buy into the Cowboys hype. Whether they win, lose, or draw, I don't buy into this. Oh, the Cowboys are great. Oh, Dax the man. Oh, oh, Zeke. Oh, it's like, no, 
they're 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 terrible, and uh, you know it's all gonna it's all gonna come out in the wash. <laughs> interesting. It's, it's an interesting thought. Like, I, I mean, we'll just return to this. Obviously, when they're you know they're they're beating the they're beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, like you know fifty fifty to naught, and it's the end of the first. Quarter, I mean, so. I mean, no. yeah. Let let's let's look forward to that, shall we? Because that's definitely on the cards. Say nothing. Say nothing. We have two games to finish out the week, so we move to the Sunday night football, which is oh, 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 oh. oh Kirk, 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 Kirk Cousins has to take his Minnesota Vikings into Green Bay to uh, take on the, uh, as already mentioned, NFC North champions, Green Bay Packers. Surprisingly enough. We've all gone for a Packers win. And finishing out the week, we have the Monday Night Football game. It is the Cleveland Browns travelling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. This is our first 50-50 pick of the uh, of the week. The rest of them have all been pretty much the same. Um, so much so that Stu and Mark have actually both picked the exact same picks for the week. Um, but obviously, as they are both the guests... Doesn't really matter which one of them wins because it would be a point for the guest either way. Indeed. So, myself and Andy have both taken the Browns to get the win here. Stu and Mark have both gone for the Steelers. Now, I don't want to speak for uh, for Mister Cook here, but I believe the reason we've both gone for the Browns is because we've seen just how uh, much Ben Roethlisberger needs to not be playing football anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, he is at least a season past his prime. Um, I'd seen something pop up on on the uh, UK NFL group on uh, Facebook that the like from the weekend that was like, and it was just Ben Roethlisberger needs to not play football. Um, I, I I definitely feel that he has been like the the, the main thing that has kept the Steelers down this season um, you know I, I say it I'm pretty much every week um, it's the one surprise that came in the off season that he didn't announce retirement um, where he should have done one one thing I did want to bring up is I've seen quite a few things in the last few days talking about the Seahawks obviously Seahawks team you know uh, quite close to my uh, my heart um, and I'm not going to lie, it's been a difficult season to watch Seahawks football. Um, obviously, you and I had a conversation, I think some of it was off-air, some of it was on the podcast about um, Russell Wilson's intentions in the future, teams that may be may, uh, potential uh, big paychecks waiting for him and things like that. Um, it's been It's been hard to watch. Especially when you spend your time wondering, you know, are these games going this way for a reason? Um, I've seen bits of uh, Pete Carroll uh, interview in the last few days where I don't know if he's maybe wondering just how secure his job is at this point in time. I, I always feel 
like the job of an NFL coach, you know, you start up here, um, but it, it, it's a very quick descent from, we went to the Super Bowl to, uh, I'll get my coat. Um, and, and, and like, you know, management can sour very quickly to, uh, to coaches. Uh, so I think massively the, the best case in point for me is Doug Peterson, uh, Doug Peterson, um, at the Eagles. So obviously the Eagles won Super Bowl 52 mm. and we're now on Super Bowl 56, I think upcoming. So within two seasons of winning the Super Bowl, sorry, three seasons of winning the Super Bowl, he lost his job. Now, obviously, there are some coaches who win the Super Bowl and then decide to leave of their own volition. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see how much, how soon after winning the Super Bowl a manager or a, a, a sort of a team, team head coach was... I'm pretty sure that's got to be a bit of a record. But... Like you say, it's, it's just it's just the way in the NFL. Like you know, it's a sort of a what have you done for me lately sort of. Uh, it very culture. much is. It very much is, and I know that for a long time the Seahawks have been very used to being up there in the in the upper echelons of you know they're probably going to see the playoffs each season. They're probably going to see the last few few games of the playoffs. If not, get a couple of Super Bowls in the last few. You know, get a couple of Super Bowl appearances in the last few years. Maybe not actual victories, but um, to go from that to the team that we've been watching this season, it, it's it's just it's just hard to watch. And I, I know, as any fan of any team that has seen, you know, for talking NFL football, who's seen the Super Bowl in the last few years, to then watch them, you know, probably not make the playoffs. It's like, okay, is it a bad year for them? You know, I've had. I, I've 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 had times where I found it quite difficult to follow Russell Wilson on social media. You know, oh oh, we're not going we're not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, here's me on holiday. Look what a great time I'm having, and and then I immediately go, when did you book that holiday? Was it before or after you didn't go to the playoffs? Um, it's like, oh look what, what look what a great Christmas me and my family had. It's like, yeah yeah, I bet you. I had a lot of time to plan that as you didn't have to plan what you were going to do in the playoffs this year. You know, it's like, let's let, let, let's let's focus a bit, shall we? So uh, it's been it's been a difficult ride uh, to watch the Seahawks, but yeah, the, it's that coaching players, a lot of stuff going on, um, and just something that from a from a, a fan of the Seahawks perspective, something that I want to. Just touch on because uh, I know it's difficult for any any fan of any team, but yeah, the stuff I've seen in the last week has made it a little bit harder to swallow. Um, but hey, so predictions for week seventeen are done and dusted. Puts us in a position of any other business. I've done my other business, so over to you. I think, yeah, like you said, I think we've pretty much covered it there. You know, the uh, sort of the, the the Big Ben shouldn't probably mm. should probably have retired last season. The mm. Russell Wilson situation has has been rearing its head since 
before the start of this season yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we might have if you go back through the archives and stuff like that, I think we'd even discussed at one point during this course of this season that this will probably be the last season that in Seattle you see Pete Carroll Russell Wilson or both, certainly together. Yeah. So Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, nothing else from me, sir. So there we go. That is week 16 put to bed, week 17 to look forward to, and the NFL podcast done and dusted. Thank you all for listening, or indeed watching. Thanks to the guest predictors for taking the time out of their day to do guest predictions. Thanks to the stats mistress taking time out of her day to do the stats. Thank you for you taking the time out of your day to listen or watch along. And that is that. We will see you next week for more. NFL football. So then, it's bye from him and it's bye from me. See you later, people. So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another week of the season gone. Another week of the season to look forward to, but it is drawing to a close, I'm afraid. Big thank you to the guest predictors. Big thank you to you for listening along. And if I could just trouble you to uh, maybe click that subscribe button, that would be amazing. If you want to be one of our guest predictors, jump over to thecookiecast.com, click that email button, and let us know what your predictions are for the games. That's it for this one. I'm going to say thanks. Join us next week, and we'll see you then. Bye.